Hey everyone, welcome to the Fortress of Solitude podcast. I'm your host, Sergio Pereira, and I'm joined once again by Lois Kutab. Lois, how you doing, dude? What's up, man? I'm doing well on yourself. Uh, I'm doing great, man. You know, long weekends are always fantastic. And I think, especially in terms of the cool stuff that just came out last week. Yeah. You know, as as people who love comic books and you know, comic book movies and comic book TV shows, I just think it was a bumper week last week. It's, 100%, 100%. It was great. I mean, from obviously the Snyder Cut, you know, which was like, had everybody on fire. But yeah. also, like, something really cool dropped, which was Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which arrived on Friday on Disney+. Plus. And... I think with that one, it's you know it, it's it's been a long time coming because it was actually supposed to be the first Disney Plus show that was released. Yeah, I heard animation. that as I heard that as well. Yeah, but obviously you know because of this you know pandemic thing you know it's like uh, impacted a lot of things and made <laughs> sure that a lot of productions are just delayed. And I'm really happy that this actually arrived because this was one of the announcements that they made when they first you know announced obviously Disney Plus and what was yeah. coming. It was this and Loki. I was super excited for those two properties. So now we actually have it. It actually arrived the first episode on Friday. Yeah. So I know obviously you've seen it as well. What was your first impression of it? What did you think? Oh, dude, it, it felt so good. Because, like, don't get me wrong. You know, I enjoyed the the nitpicking and, and, and all the um, the conversation around, like, one division and the whole, the whole mystery behind it and the theories yeah. that were kind of overblown. The expectations got really high eventually, and sometimes that can backfire. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but what I like is something where you get into it and you kind of know what it is. It's this, like espionage like like you know kind of like the winter soldier how it was initially yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and it's just like you know a little more grounded a little more guns blazing just a bit of tech like some normal dudes and uh, I think it was it was action sort of from the start which was which was super cool I mean they didn't hold back and then um, you know it, it slowed down but in a great way so I mean I think for me it's it's setting up to be something that's really high quality I mean it, it looks like the budget is insane yeah no look I mean I feel exactly the same way as you do I thought that it was a really good introduction and you know we know exactly where we are in both these characters lives and what I thought was really cool was how they've actually given Sam more of a backstory because if you kind of think about it in the Avengers movies he never you never really knew much about Sam yeah you know obviously there was a little bit of you know the dialogue you know exposition here and there giving giving some stuff away but this is the first time here where we can find out about his family life yeah. and find out more about him and even with you know Bucky we can kind of find out where he's at you know like obviously how he's dealing with being a hydra agent effectively like all those years and it's, it's kind of nice especially for these two characters because i always felt that they had you know they had something strong in the movies but yeah. they were never going to be you know right at the front you know they were never going to like overshadow iron yeah. man or Thor or captain america yeah. and now it's an opportunity for the two of them to actually have their own show and, and to do it and what i personally think was was really well done was how they managed to in the first episode just lay down this is what's happening this is to understand like we kind of know what's happening with the series already like you yeah. know we can see the flag smashes and we can see that um Obviously, the new Captain America or US agent, whatever he's going to be called. It's going to be like, it's there, it's it. Okay, we get into it. And I mean, that was obviously one of the complaints I had about WandaVision, which was that it was, you try to be smarter than what it is, basically. That, that's, that's you know, the, the basics that I can get about it. It's like, yeah. try to do too many things at the end of it. I, I felt that it didn't quite nail everything that it tried to do. Mm-hmm. Whilst here, I think they've actually managed to just, you know, introduce it. And as you said, it, it's a great action set piece, the way that it just, it gets it there and you, you get straight into it. Like, I mean, the action scene on the airplane, that was amazing. Yeah, dude, insane. I, the whole time, like, I just sat bolt upright, you know. Yeah, uh, I was, was edge of my seat, dude. 
it, it was just done like really, really well. Like I, I thought, you know, for me, it felt like a proper, you know, MCU sort of movie. Like obviously the little 45 minute movie effectively, but yeah. that's what it was. But it just felt like it, it was hitting all the beats. And then obviously you still have, you know, Rhodey appearing as well, which is yeah. like a nice little cameo. So I thought that, you know, it, it felt more like to me, like an MCU property. Yeah. Or like, and as you said, you know, the Winter Soldier reminded me a lot of that than, you know, what WandaVision was. And I, and I thought it was really solid. Like, I, I think the first episode was really, really good. Um, mm. I think the only thing that I would have liked to see a little bit more of it is Bucky in it. Yeah. I, I felt that, you know, this would focus more on Sam, but I'm willing to, like, you know, let it slide. That's like, that's a minor little nitpick, you know. That's, yeah. it's nothing really um, massive. And it's not something like, oh, I'm not going to watch your show anymore. Yeah. It would have been nice to see a little bit more balance it. But, you know what, at the same time, it means we wouldn't have seen all the Sam story, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, that that's what I, I thought about, you know, like sure. in terms of any weakness. Did you find anything else you thought was a bit Look, weaker? I, I, I mean, first talking about the strengths, it's like what I find Marvel does particularly well, and especially now that they've got more time on their hands. You know, with series, you get the opportunity to dive into characters a little more. And what I find that they do well is that they take big events like the snap and like uh, Bucky's like years of being an assassin and, and whatever happens to Sam, and they make the repercussions of these moments relatable yeah. so what what you're actually seeing you know it, it becomes believable it's not like everything just gets swept under the rug like these massive things there's always consequences to them their families other people you know it takes me back to like when in Endgame I think Captain America was sitting in a circle of sort of like uh, survivors Yes, you know, and, and and I think for me it's very important to make things grounded and um, and relatable. Otherwise, you're not that invested in the characters; they seem out of reach. You know, a little too fantastical. Mm-hmm. So for yeah, me, this is a really big deal. And yes, there wasn't that much action in this uh, first episode, and unless you you said the first bit of it was insane, and then it yeah. slowed down, but. In terms of character development, it was great. You know, they had some simple moments. You know, not everything was was over the top, but it all like it had a purpose, which was cool. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, in terms of setting up the series, in terms of getting you hooked, I think it did its job. I think it was a really solid first episode. I don't think they obviously, you know, revealed all their cards here, so you yeah. can't see what's happening. That's going to come later on. But I think they did a really good job of just of just getting you excited for it. And I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I watched it. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm, I'm really keen to see next week's episode. I'm already like invested in this, which is done really well. And the other thing is that I think what they've managed to do here is also make the episodic format like really work. Like, you know, yeah. it left you on, the, on a cliffhanger. You're like, oh, okay, what's going to happen now? You know, yeah. like there's a new Captain America. How does, you know, how do Bucky and, and Sam feel about this? Yeah. And obviously now you've got to wait till like, you know, the second episode to find out, which I thought was done really, really well. Like it ended on a, like a proper hook. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty psyched for it. I think it's, it's done really well. I'm, I'm, I feel a little bit sad for it in the sense that it got over overshadowed a little bit by the Snyder Cut this week. I, I mean, yeah. even online, I think you see a lot more people talking about Justice League at the moment than yeah. they are talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. And I just think it's bad timing, to be honest. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. I mean, the Snyder Cut has been has been something that people have been going on about, you know, forever as, as initially a meme until, you know, it, it became real. So I think the hype, the expectations are really high and, and the discussions of what everyone thought, obviously, um, is still banging on online. Um, so yeah, sometimes you get re- you know released really close to the same time, and that's just what happens uh, with a yeah. lot of films. But the nice thing is, it's not a film; uh, it's a series. And the next episode, it uh, shouldn't have anything in the way for people to start chatting about it. 
No, definitely. I think it's. I think in terms of first episode hype, you know, it got overshadowed a little bit this week. But I think definitely it'll recover next week and I'll get a lot more people talking. For sure. And I mean, I just for me, like to be honest with you, I actually wish the show had a little bit more hype and had the same amount of hype that like One Division had because I'm finding it's lacking a little bit at the moment. I mean, even after the first episode of One Division, people were like, you know, saying, "Oh, it's revolutionary TV," and they were like going mad online. Which, you know, fair enough, you're entitled to your own thoughts. I don't necessarily yeah. think it was, but it's cool. And I just feel like with uh, Captain America, uh, sorry, Captain America, Falcon and the, <laughs> and the Winter Soldier, yeah, it, it just didn't have that hype, which I think is, you know, it's a little bit sad because it's really, really good. And I think especially considering how important they were in the yeah. Avengers, like the whole Avengers arc, these are two characters you definitely want to see what happens. So yeah. I'm just hoping it picks up a little bit and, you know, there are more moments that like get people talking about it and, you know, people be like, I can't ignore this. I need to watch it this weekend. You know, I can't yeah. miss the episode. But yeah, I mean, it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, now tell me, do you have, do you think, because there's some rumors going around online yeah. that Chris Evans right. might be returning as, as Captain America. Hmm. What do you think? Do you think it's going to happen? So here's the thing, right? We got swept up in the fact that Doctor Strange was going to arrive in one division. You know, all the theories yeah. and Mephisto and everyone else. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to peter down the expectations a little bit. Um, I do think the reappearance of, of Chris Evans at some point um, in the MCU is like inevitable because, you know, he's not dead. Uh, he's character, just old. Um, yeah. So it's all possible in this series. Maybe, maybe not. But I don't want to set my expectations there. Um, I'm just excited, I think, to, to push through what uh, uh, they have in store for Bucky, who I think is like an incredibly interesting character. Um, and of course, for Sam as well. Yeah, look, I'm, you know, I'm in two minds about this because I do think one division, you know, a lot of theories like just got disproved like every single week. And it's literally <laughs> kind of funny, you know, like Mephisto has become like a meme, you know, that's like, literally it. Like, anytime something is going to happen, it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto, yeah. <laughs> but I think that it's, you know, the, the possibility, I think it could be maybe in like a, a deleted scene or something like that, like, you know, that, you know, Chris Evans could make a little bit of an appearance. Not something necessarily direct where I think, you know, he actually walks onto the set and he actually films something with him. Mm. I don't see that. But yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you. I don't think he'll disappear forever. There will be an appearance at some point. But look, yeah. I, I guess, you know, for Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr., they've been part of this for so long that they do kind of want to break. I, I just do think that they might be like lured back at some point. Yeah. Right now. But in, in a couple of years, and yeah, look, it would be cool to, to kind of see an interaction between Steve Rogers and Bucky and Sam again. It would For be sure. Awesome. But I don't know. I don't see it happening on the TV show, to be honest with you. Like, I, I've just, I think I've kind of figured out the Marvel formula for Disney Plus. Yeah. And for, for me, it's like, they lay the groundwork of like it's, it's stuff that happens in between the movies, like you know, right. like smaller little events, effectively, right. like events that are not necessarily you know world changing so you can tell whatever stories you want to tell in between it and it doesn't really change anything so if the people miss it they, they won't necessarily miss anything that's the way I'm looking at it mm. and I think in terms of like guest appearances and stuff like that they will take maybe some of the supporting actors from before like they did with um Man, the names are skipping me now on One Division, <laughs> like with the FBI agent. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Jimmy yes, Woo, I think. Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo needs his own show. He's great. 
And yes, and they, and they had that like those sort of characters. They'll bring them back and they'll be involved. And and I think that is like the plan that they'll do it. Like like yeah. that they'll bring certain characters in. But I don't see like the likes of Robert Downey Jr. like one of the big stars, main stars, actually appearing yeah. in Steve shows. Maybe not now. But, but like yeah, like I said, One Division. You know, it was it was a lot of hype for, and it didn't have the characters appearing that we thought there, there would be there. Like mm. everyone was like, Mephisto, the X Men, Professor X, Magneto, yeah, no, like the, the Fantastic Four. They it really ridiculous. messed up everyone with like those cameos and like I mean, <laughs> it, it set everything on fire. Like the things were like everything is going to change, nothing is the same. Like it's not the same world that we live in anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with all of that information. And, and but that's the thing, you know. Like to be honest with you, that's what I like about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that we haven't seen anything like that yet like there haven't been any, like there hasn't been any hype saying okay look there's going to be secret characters coming and there's going to be this and going to be that it's just like it's a ground story it's about Bucky it's about Sam and that's it you know it's not about anything else in the MCU yes of course we know Bar- uh, Baron Zemo is going to be in it mm. and um, they're obviously going to be some of the characters that we're going to see yeah. but they're not setting up that hype like oh this smells uh, to be honest with you I prefer it like that yeah because if I have to see another like fan theory like you know another 10 articles of fan theories on my feed every single day for like the, until the show ends I'm going to delete my Twitter account <laughs> Do you, you know what sometimes less is more and, and yes. I really mean that sometimes something a little more contained in its own thing you know let the characters have a moment to shine it's not, not everything is about the next you know uh, uh, guest appearance um, yeah it's, it's just like insatiable like enjoy the, the heroes that are there and that are being explored and uh, if you get something extra that's great but you know let, let, the, let the show be what it's called you know it is Falcon the yeah. Soldier let it be about them Exactly, and I mean, I think it's, it's something which um, John Campier said on, on, on his show, the John Campier show, like, it was a yeah. while back, and he said something about the fact that, you know, not everything needs to always be a shared universe, and basically his theory was that, like, a lot of, like, you know, comic book properties and stuff like that, they're always trying to link together, and obviously the MCU's, you know, they're, they're, they're the gold standard here, they've yeah. linked it together, they've done really well, but at the same time, you know, not everything you do needs to be an event hyping up something else or everything right. being connected. You know, like, think about the story. Tell the story you need to tell. Sure, you obviously don't want to mess up, you know, with the world, but it's kind of like playing in a little sandbox. Mm. You've got your little section of the sandbox. is cool. As long as you don't impact anything else drastically, you know, tell the story you want to tell. Tell, you know, use use the characters you want to use and do it like that. And not everything needs to set everything else up. Yeah. And I think sometimes with the MCU, that's kind of what I found a lot of fans kind of look towards like, oh, we need to have a post-credit cameo appearance. We need to have something that leads to the next movie. We need to have something. And like, it doesn't always need to be that way. Yeah. You, know, you can just tell a good story. Like, I really enjoyed, you know, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And for me, to be honest with you, it felt like the, the least MCU movie out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, because, and it's one of my favorites as well for that same reason. Exactly. It just felt like, okay, this is a story about, you know, it was more personal. It was about, you know, Captain America, obviously his relationship with Bucky, we knew that, but it just didn't feel like this whole big MCU movie, like, oh, we got to introduce this character. We got to introduce this. We got to do that. Sure, they had their elements. I mean, obviously every movie has a post-credit scene, yeah. but it just felt like that was the proper story. And I think when, when it focuses on that, when it does that, those are always the better movies. It's like even like the first Iron Man. Yeah. You know, when you watch the first Iron Man movie, you're not, you know, I remember watching it because I wasn't even, I didn't even know that they were going to create like, you know, the MCU or what they yeah, were doing. That was still early days. Yeah, those were early days. So you go watch this movie. Oh, this is cool. This is a really cool character, really cool movie. And then the post credit scene was like, whoa, it was mind blowing. But for me, like what came before it was like what I was really interested in. 
the post credit yeah. scene was nice. Like, oh, okay, cool. They've got some form of world building happening here. Shared universe, great. But I just find that sometimes our expectations for like, you know, shared universe, like everything yeah. needs to be connected. Everything needs to, it's like, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> That's obviously I, what I think, I think there's sometimes with, with certain, you know, uh, internet culture, there's, there's no room to digest it's just like, what can we shove next in terms of like the next exciting thing or what's, you know, what's, what's in the next thing. And I'm just like, you know, like maybe it's nice to reflect a little, uh, you know, on, on what's happening, you know, uh, digest that for a little while, um, before jumping on. Otherwise you never really savor anything. You never get to really enjoy it. So this is why I like, you know, these so much. At the end of the day, this is a product. The, the MCU is a product. And yeah. it's, it's very reminiscent of, you know, the the 80s, like with the, the toy scene, you know, like with uh, action figures. Yeah. Literally, you know, you were using them to sell other things. You wanted people to buy as many action figures as possible. So you'd create like merchandise to accompany it. You'd create shows to accompany it. And I think the MCU is kind of the same thing. It's, it's, it's a product. Yeah. You know, they want to sell the films. They want to get people to buy Disney Plus. They want to get people into the cinema. And, you know, they want to get people to buy the merchandise. And I think that, you know, that's always going to be the thing. And if you create like a certain hype around it that, you know, everything's connected and every character matters. Yeah. It's going to, you know, it's going to make people, get people really interested in it. Versus, you know, if you just tell a standalone story that doesn't really connect to anything else, like, oh, okay, you know, how are we going to sell this? How are we going to sell mm-hmm. this as an MCU sort of product? But yeah, look, I, I think that in terms of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like what I've seen so far, it, it's been done nicely. I, I really enjoy that. It still ties into the MCU, still got, you yeah. know, follows the same storyline. But it's also it's also telling its own story, which is cool. But funny enough, you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. That I actually like it actually just you know escaped my mind for a second, but I remembered it now. You said that you really enjoy the way that they basically tackled the events of the blip, like they did that yeah. game. Yeah. Now I was actually reading something um, today. It was about how Spider-Man: Far From Home tackled the blip, right. and they tackled like more in a humorous way. Like it now, did, yeah, you know, like for example, you're kind of, you know, like the people who are below you at school, they're like now like ahead of you and all that stuff. You know, yeah. like they had the whole element was a bit of comedy there. And again, I think what Captain America, oh, Captain America, there we go again. <laughs> what Falcon and the Winter Soldier did is they actually took it in a very serious way. Like you said, you've suddenly been gone. Like now, what happens if you go to a bank and you need to, you know, you need to get a loan? Oh, so you haven't been here for five years. Yeah. You know, like what's been your job for? I was like, dude, I've been gone for five years. I was yeah. in a blip in case you didn't know about Oh, but that's how it works. That's not policy. And I think it, it tackled like really well because yeah. it just it tackled bureaucracy there. Like I said, you know, this is, this is basically what we'd encounter is something like that actually did happen because yeah. all these corporates, all these banks are making dumb decisions. They don't care about what happens. Like realistically, they're making mm-hmm. some policy that benefits themselves. They don't take into consideration like actual life. And I thought that was handled really well. And I, yeah. I must actually say, because especially after seeing Justice League in the Snyder Cut, when seeing Cyborg, we actually helped that lady that was like, you know, having financial trouble. Yes, yeah, I remember that. You know, basically gave her like a reason. And now, especially now Falcon Winter Soldier doing the same thing. I thought that was really cool because basically now they're turning around and they're saying, okay, you know what? Let's tackle like these corporates. Let's tackle their policies. Let's tackle things that, you know, they do to actually hold people back. Yeah. Now, I think it's kind of ironic in a sense because, you know, Disney and Warner Brothers, they are two big <laughs> corporates as well. But at the end of the day, the filmmakers putting that in, it is kind of, it's an empowering message, which I yeah. think is kind of important. Very. Well. And, and again, it comes back to being relatable and, and it gives the world so much more believability, you know, when you get to see how it affects like your everyday life and, and stuff like that. And they don't do it in a boring way. I mean, they keep it, you know, they keep it engaging. And it's just really well written and really well paced that, 
you know, you're still watching a superhero, you know, film, but like at the same time, um, it, it's somewhere in the middle and, it, you know, it doesn't leave you behind. So it, it's something that I think uh, requires a lot of skill. And yeah, I kind of sit there and I'm just like, that's that's really cool. No, definitely. And I think it, it was done really well. I think that was one of the, the touching moments that, that you actually watch it and you kind of connect with it and you think to yourself, wow, okay, you start understanding it. And like, you know, especially because Sam is like obviously trying to use, you know, his celebrity a little bit to kind of like, no, don't worry about it. You know, they know who I am. I'm yeah. the hero. And then basically turn around, ah, sorry, man, like not going to happen. Yeah. And you just like, you know, you, you kind of feel it there, like you feel the blow and you just feel like, you know, obviously the bureaucracy in the world, the, like the inequality, everything that comes out of it. Like you just, you take that in, you're like, okay, this is, this is relatable. This is like brave. You know, the MCU is not just cracking a joke about something and yeah. they're actually attacking a topic, which I thought was a welcome change for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think a lot of the, like the later MCU movies that I've seen, a lot of them haven't had anything important really to say. Like, yeah. I've just found that they've been purely popcorn, you know, action <laughs> flicks. And it's fine, you know, that's yeah. cool. There's nothing wrong with it. There's a space just, for that, for sure. Th- there is a space for that, but I, I found that they haven't really had, like, you know, a message or, or something that, that's really come out of it. Or something that's resonated. I mean, apart from perhaps Black Panther, which I yeah. think was one of the only ones I've, I can recall recently. But this was was one that was quite intelligently written and even with the likes of the flag smashers and stuff like that about revolting in the world and about nationalism and all of that yeah. it was like it's very brave and like I was like oh okay cool the MCU is actually tackling some stuff yeah it's on. very political the whole thing yeah it's, it's like you know tackling some topics head on where normally they're like oh we, we're not going to touch that we're not going to talk about that yeah you know, and like now they're actually tackling that I'm like okay this is really cool this is the sort of filmmaking that I want to see yeah so yeah so okay Lois now <laughs> To rate the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, what would you give it? What, what are we rating out of 10? Yeah, out of 10. Like, I think I would, I would hit this with like a solid 7.5, like strong 7.5. Okay, all right. I would give it a 7. All right. So I just, like I said, very solid start, like super engaging. Um like I said, really cool action. I don't think it was phenomenal. It wasn't one of those like, you know, first episodes that like you, you know, you scream from the top of the roof to all your friends and watch <laughs> it. But I thought it was really good. It got me really excited. And I think I'd rather have a show start off like being a seven out of 10 and growing mm-hmm. to being a 10 out of 10 versus yeah. start off at a 10 and move backwards. Yeah, no, it's, it's solid. It's great. I mean, and I think you're hundred percent right with that because you don't want to set the bar so ridiculously high. It's clearly on a trajectory, you know, um, and it's and it's it knows where it's starting, and I'm hoping it's going to finish nice and strong. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, now the final, final, final question: Who do you think is going to keep the shield at the end, Bucky or Sam? Oh, dude, uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about this, and how do you choose one? He well, gave he gave, he gave it to Sam, right? He gave it to yeah. Sam specifically. I think Sam's going to take it. Yeah, I also tend to to lean in, the, in that direction. I mean, they've both been Captain America in the comics. Yeah, both Bucky and Sam, obviously. Um, but I think what you said is 100% spot on. The fact that Steve identified him as his natural successor and handed him the shield, it says everything you need to know. And the fact that you know Sam doesn't really feel like he deserves it, that he's not mm-hmm. Captain America, I think he's going to grow in the series and realize he deserves it. And what I really hope happens is that after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we actually get to see Sam as Captain America. Yeah, even that would be the greatest thing. I mean, that would be really cool. What's more American than a dude with like, okay, it's Falcon wings, not eagle wings, but still like flying around being like patriotic. 
It's fantastic. <laughs> you just need to start like having everybody scream, USA, USA. <laughs> He's perfect. <laughs> no, but I, I really hope that we get to see that. Obviously, we know both of them are going to use it. I mean, we've seen it from the trailers. You know, both of them are going to use a shield and like yeah. battle. It's going to happen, which is which is going to be pretty cool. But I'm really excited to see Sam like actually take up the mantle. And I hope he does. It'll be really cool to see him as like the next Captain America. Because I know, for example, they've already cast Ironheart. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So obviously that's the evolution of Iron Man. And we're probably going to see Jane Foster's Thor in uh, Thor uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm so excited for all those properties because you know what? I, I, I haven't read uh, anything about Ironheart. So that's completely new to me. So I went on a little bit of a deep dive afterwards and I thought this is super cool. In fact, I don't want to go too deep. I kind of want it to be a bit of a surprise. I want to see what they spin. Um, yeah. But yeah. But it's really cool because I think with Marvel, what they're starting to do, and I think they saw this from the success of Into the Spider-Verse, is that you can have different versions of characters. Like, I think in the past, like, fans were freaked out all the time. Hmm. You know, like, when it happens, like, there's only one Spider-Man. But I think now, like, you see Miles Morales and everybody digs him. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, he's got his own character. He's got his own. It doesn't mean that Peter Parker doesn't exist. It means yeah. that you can have two Spider-Man running around effectively. I think, I think it's about balance. So, you know, and, and clearly there's a lot of talented writers at Marvel. You know, you know, some movies are better than others. But overall, I find that they balance things pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And like I said, it would be nice to see somebody take up the Captain America mantle. And you know, to see that it kind of shows that the series is moving forward, that like yeah. you know, the franchise is moving forward, that you don't need... Because the reality is this, is that in comic books, it never ends. That's yeah. just how it happens. It's like animated series. And it just goes on and on so and on. On to the on. next one, yeah. Until, until, it, uh, until a rebirth or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. until you get rebooted, basically. Yeah, exactly. But the problem with that is that people are going to drop off after a while because they get sick and tired of seeing the same old thing and the same old, you know, people doing the same old thing. So now with movies you can't do that same thing you know you need to have like a soft reboot in a way or you need to have the people go away it's like it's like the rule that they generally do with musicians like when you go tour and you go make an album they always say you should never release an album so close to another that is why there's always like you go record an album you tour for a year and a half two years then you disappear for like a couple of months or maybe even a year record your album then you come back again because you need to make the people miss you yeah exactly now with the likes of the Avengers and stuff like that they've been around for the last decade we've, we've seen them so you've always seen the same people you've always seen Tony Stark you've always seen Captain like you know uh, Captain America obviously Steve Rogers you've seen Thor now you just need to give it a bit of a break mm. so if you can do that like have the likes of you know Sam taking up the mantle have like Miles Morales coming in having Ironheart it would just create something new for sure uh, and I, I think that's agree with you and I mean personally that's what I hope is the way forward because it'd just be really cool to see a different version of these characters and kind of show how you know all of this can come together I mean if it's the MCU if it's really a universe then yeah the universe is vast so bring them all in yeah there's there's space for for a lot of heroes a lot of talent a lot of new actors to come in and, and do some cool stuff absolutely but thank you so much man for joining me I really appreciate it it's been a, a cool chat and I'm super excited to watch the rest of the show and get your thoughts on it as well thank you and to everyone else listening don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel and let us know what else you'd like us to chat about and you know drop us a comment say did you enjoy the show do we suck should we get new hosts and new presenters like what do you want should we get new hosts (laughs) don't forget to reach out and yeah until next time Cheers. Bye.